Jiayiv and welcome to the fourth episode of the Soul Fair podcast. This episode I'm on my own to share some of my own perspectives from the healing path and journey of connection with oneself. So today I'll be talking about self-worth and the value we hold for ourselves. And there's so much to this and I know some of you listening will have your own experiences with this one and just how healing the wounds around your own personal value system can bring so much alignment, empowerment and peace to, to your life path. And so I'm going to try and keep it broad and, and take you on a little journey with this one. So imagine your self-worth. The value you place in yourself as a beautiful ball of light. And this ball of light sits in the center of your body, between your heart space and your connection with the earth. And from the moment of conception, it has been assigned its space in your being. So this ball of light has been given its own house, you know, so to speak. And as you develop and grow, it glows beautifully and those around you see it within you, you know, in the twinkle of your eyes, in the glow that, you know, emanates from you when you smile, the contagious sparks that spread outwards when you laugh or when you bring joy to the world. And as an innocent child, still in that phase of being where you see yourself as the center of the world, and that's not to mean anything good or bad, like that is part of childhood development, you allow that light, you know, to shine fully and brightly. And at that point, it took up all the space in the house it was given. That house there in the center of your being between your heart and your connection to the earth was filled with light and a sense of value for yourself and your place in the world. And so, how does that ball of light fare throughout life? Well, I suppose this is where it gets complicated for you know, basically every one of us. As we grow, we're shown the ropes of, of how to be a person in this world, you know, in this country, in the community we live in, in, in our friends and our family circles. You know, it all gets taught to us, the rights, the wrongs, the, the proper way to do things, the proper way to be. And, you know, these are the social structures that help us to function, survive. And the hope would be for, for some or most of us to thrive. You know, they do have their function. And following the roles society has created for each one of us, you know, they're generally there to, to help support our basic needs you know, up until the point where they don't. Because these norms may be, and often are, a mix of old ways and new ways. Okay, so the new ways that were adaptions to help us to navigate the modern world, you know, the widely accepted new norms. And then there are the old ways, which were built on old belief systems, such as the roles of men and women, you know, not questioning elders, you know, and suddenly we find ourselves in a world today's age where our safety zone is a mix of, you know, high functionality and dysfunction. 
And so, you know, I suppose, where does our self-worth come into this? And for that, we, you know, we look at the native practices of the land. And here in Ireland, they, they're based on the ancient clan systems. And so within that, our identity is intertwined with the identity of our clan, which in modern days looks like family, friends, uh, local community. And it's important to recognize that now, this system is extremely effective for sustaining communities and for supporting each other. And we have seen so many examples of, you know, the amazing community support being offered during tragic events, emergencies, and during the last number of years with the more vulnerable in society. So it is a system that works and is effective. However, you know, just like our identity, our value and self-worth is also very much interlinked in the same way. We are largely, you know, brought up to externalize our value and worth to, to the acceptance and approval of those around us. Once we move out of that stage of development where we feel the world revolves around us, we enter a world where our value is measured externally. But we go to school and we're not in, invited to explore the world in a way that's natural for us. Instead, we are taught what we should know and our value as a student is then measured by standardized testing. Then we go to work and we're measured by performance metrics and sometimes our ability to navigate politics. And as we continue to develop and become more self-aware, more self-conscious, you know, from that development from child to the teenage years and adolescence period up until adulthood, you know, we begin to seek external validation more and more. We become more self-aware of how what we say, what we wear and do is received by others. And this can be a very natural process for us because as human beings, we are social beings as a species. And so this is often a subconscious development. And I say that because aside from all of that, there are traumatic events that happen in people's lives. And I'm sure that some of you listening, you know, will have some experiences which have had a massive impact on your self-worth and healing journey around that and you know through abusive situations and traumatic events our sense of being in this place I suppose our sense of being in our, in our in our place in this world you know can become completely shattered and the healing journey around that can be much more layered and complicated because it's not just a case of imprints and programming from our social upbringing, but it's also laced with trust of self, trust of others, the way we experience the world and fears around that. But in a broad sense, so coming back to the ball of value and light that is housed within our being, as we navigate through life, we tend to start distributing parts of that light to others. And we do this by creating a thread, like a channel between that ball to others, like a partner or friends, family, um, maybe within our career to our bosses or colleagues or clients. 
And this is such a natural process for us. It's all part of being in the clan, you know, that clan mentality that is so imprinted within our being. Our self-worth and our value becomes more and more about how others see us, what we do for them, and how we are seen and experienced by those around us. And as time goes on, the light held in that ball becomes smaller as it pours out into those around us. And this is not in the sense of us valuing them, not at all. Like by this, I mean, we've given them authority over that piece of worth and value. So they now get to decide whether we are deserving of it and whether or not they will return it to us and which in turn depends on their own processes and their own experiences and their own wounds. And this is where our reality can really become distorted. So when we experience hurt or wounding, we can begin to merge that piece of the ball with the person themselves. And we can see this often with people in relationships or sometimes friendships. It can become difficult to tell the difference between that piece of self-worth that we have given to them and the person themselves. And so we've essentially attached a piece of ourselves to that person. And it can feel like a piece of ourselves is missing when they're not there. Our value and place in this world can become you know, directly linked to how we make them feel and, and how they value us. And so from that, the beautiful world of dependency and codependency is born. You know, that world of, you know, you complete me and I feel lost without you or you make me happy. You know, the list goes on. Because along the way, we've forgotten that we actually gave them that piece of us in the first place. And that it's actually that piece of ourselves that is provide that has given us that feeling of loss. So we are actually feeling disconnected from the piece of ourselves that we have packaged up and given to that person. And it can be painful and hurtful when that piece becomes separate from us because of wounding in a relationship. And it might feel like a part has been surgically removed. You know, you might think that it's completely their fault but the reality is once the wounds have settled and we come back into that realization that we've attributed our value and our self-worth to them we can take it back we can find you know that ball of light within ourselves again albeit a little bit smaller than it was at the beginning we can find the thread that is tied to that person and we can call back that piece of our own worth and value back into our being and dissolve the the thread and do this with all the threads that are flowing out from you know our own ball of light you know and some of these threads are easier than others to dissolve some take time and acceptance therapy and you know layers of healing before you might be ready to bring that piece of yourself back. And you know, that's okay. On this path, we have to learn 
to be patient with ourselves. There is no quick fix. A bit like building a house, you, know, you don't really want it to be thrown together. You don't really want to cut corners with a shady electrician. You want a strong foundation and a quality build. And that's just like our own healing journey. You know, there is no rush. We wait for the right materials. We find the right support that resonates for us for each and every part of our journey. We might have a therapist or two or three, depending on what support they bring us. And slowly, step by step, that ball begins to fill back up with light. And as it does, we begin to establish our place in the world. We build confidence slowly and allow the light to shine out once more through our smile and our laughter. We stop caring as much about what others think. We stop feeling the need to present ourselves in a way that's acceptable to everyone else, but perhaps ourselves. And when we do that, the magic happens. Because then we're allowing our authentic self to shine through. And this allows others to experience us authentically too. And they get to see the strengths and the values that we can truly offer to the community and to those around us. Not from a place of needing validation, just because that is who we are. And you know, it's funny because the more integrated our self-worth and value is, the more open we are and can engage with others and experience the world and, and build relationships with those around us. So by not outsourcing our self-worth, we actually become more open. They say if you want to know where you're going, you first have to know where you come from. And that is so true when it comes to the healing journey. The first step is understanding where these patterns come from and the purpose they serve. And so much of it is ancestral, streaming from the ways our ancestors survived and developed communities. The skills they needed to do that, and some of that still serves its purpose today, but some does need to be released as the world and the pace of life naturally changes. And from experiencing community on this healing journey, it feels that there is a direct relationship between the development of our own unique skills and strengths and the contribution we make to the community. The more we invert time and energy building our own strengths, balancing our own value and worth, and the more energy, space and skills we will have then to bring to the table when those in the community may need it. And I don't think that we're taught that enough. We're taught to think of others and to be there for others when they need it. But it feels as though a really important part of that teaching is left out. The part, you know, where the most developed our own strengths are, the more assistance we can provide then for others. Because it can be so easy to fall into the more wounded cycle of putting everyone else's needs before your own, being the saviour or the martyr. That ties into that loss of self-worth and value. But the healed self would balance the extension of time and energy given to others and to oneself, meeting the needs of the self too, putting 
on our own oxygen mask first, you know, so we can do more for the next person. The heel self will not put their self-worth and value in someone else's hands. I would instead focus on building a balanced work life and mutual respect in relationships. The positive aspect of healing around our self-worth and value is that, you know, once we begin, it becomes easier and easier because each time we've integrated more self-worth and it becomes much easier than to call back all the other aspects of ourselves. And so I hope that this has helped to bring some awareness or insight into this aspect of your own life path and, you know, perhaps inspired you to dissolve a few threads and value yourself a little bit more. And if so, that would be fantastic. And so with that, I'm just going to leave it here for today. May you be guided with ease and grace as you continue your journey.